Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And Holly, I don't know about you, but life sometimes makes me exhausted, especially, you know, when I'm already tired and then I have to see something on the news or I have to deal with uh, somebody near me in a in a fussing moment. And I just go, really? Are are you kidding me right now? And I feel like I feel like what the poor bathtub water probably feels like when you pull the plug. All of a sudden, they're just like, I can't go on. I never heard that analogy. That is amazing. (laughs) So I think mental fatigue is a real thing. You know, life is emotionally exhausting and it drains our batteries so today I want to I want to address that and talk about maybe some things that we've been through so people will know that we're not saying oh we've got it all together because you and I know we don't <laughs> absolutely so maybe not. today <laughs> today let's just share some of our crazy moments and how we can get through this mental exhaustion that we're experiencing. Yeah, and I think women have it more. I think there's been studies that show like the mental load that women carry is unbelievable. And so it's it's a real thing. It's not something that you know, we, we, you know, we feel, but it's like, oh, it's just us. No, it's, it's everyone. It's all, especially women. We all have this heavy mental fatigue that is so real. And when you, when we decided to discuss this, I thought of a story where I was on the phone with my dad and I was like stressing out and I was, you know, in my car rummaging for things. And my dad's like, what are you doing? Like, you sound What's going on? Like, what are you looking for? And I was like, Dad, I can't find my phone. (laughs) He was like, the one you're talking on? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Found it. (laughs) But you're just so overwhelmed sometimes and so mentally stressed out that even those little tasks become almost overwhelming and you just almost forget where you're at and what you're doing. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, we all experience it. I have had moments, you know, it's just me and my hubby at home now, because we're way past empty nester. But he will be talking to me about something. And I'm just so tired. I'm tired from just the mental fatigue that's happening in my brain from thinking about the to-do list, doing the to-do list, and figuring out how to tune out all of the negative news and the negative things that are going on around me, that my poor, sweet, wonderful husband, who I adore, will be telling me something, and suddenly I find my brain 
listening to him like Charlie Brown listens to the school teacher. Yes. And and he'll say, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. Okay, what? I didn't know there was going to be a question at the end. I, I missed it. Can you repeat that? And then I get the eye roll. Mm-hmm. But I think it's right. We're just so exhausted from life right now. And so I want to kind of address some practical things that maybe could help us get through these moments of being too tired. Now, is there anything that you do, Holly, to kind of give yourself a breather from just being uh, worn out and wiped out all day long? I, I choose to exercise. That's one of my, like, I can zone out. I don't have to think about anything beyond, like, I don't want to die right now. <laughs> like, all that, all that focus of the to-dos, like, what's happening, you know, all that is kind of gone. And I can be in the moment and just not concentrate about anything but the pain. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so that kind of helps me um, just clear my head. And also a good book is something that I love to just zone out. I love reading, um, you know, books that make you think, you know, Christian fiction, Christian nonfiction. I love reading all that stuff. But sometimes I just need a book where like I can get lost in a story And it doesn't have to be like anything that makes me think. Anything that can Mm -hmm. like make me not think is a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Luann? What do you do? Well, I know that for me, sometimes if I am trying to process something in my head, then I can get carried away and let it take me on this freak out moment where... I'm, I'm just, I'm jumbled. My thoughts get jumbled. So the best thing for me to do is to make a list. So whatever I'm worried about, I mean, I even wake up in the middle of the night at times and I have a little pad of paper and a pencil and I will write down the things that are on my mind because I'm afraid when I wake up in the morning, I'm not maybe going to remember or I'm going to have a hard time going back to sleep if I think I'm going to forget it. So I will write it down, and then when I have that list in front of me, I will start writing down the pros and the cons, and I'll say, okay, why am I anxious about this? Here are the things that could happen, but here's the other things that might not happen. And I start looking at it from a more practical standpoint, and at that point, when I have my list, then I pray over it, and I go, God... This is yours. (laughs) I don't want to be overwhelmed. I don't want to be too tired. I'm not any good to you. I'm not any good to my husband or my family or my job when I am obsessing over the things that take me on this anxious journey. So God, I, I have this list and I'm asking you to do battle for me and help me to sort through it. So making a list 
is good for me. Yes. And you're so right. Like when we are caught up in our head, when we're caught up in our anxieties or just the task of life and we're trying to sort through it, through it in our head, we're not good to anybody. We are anxious. We're stressed out. I'm short tempered. I can become very short tempered when I live in my head and, you know, writing it down, you know, definitely is one of those things where it helps take it out of your head and put it on paper. Cause sometimes when you write it on paper, it's not as bad as when it was in your head. Cause I can go mm -hmm. down like long, you know, I can, I can be dead by the end of my thought process or, <laughs> I mean, you know, like you can, you can have all these like crazy um, roller coaster rise of emotions when you're just in your head, but putting it down on paper almost makes it, it's not as dramatic. I'm very dramatic. That's what I have found. As I've lived these 40, almost 41 years, I'm a very dramatic person if I stay in my head. But when you put it down, you're so right. Like it just, it helps you get it out of your head. It helps you more give it over to God. Um, and I think it just helps you, you know, clear your mind about stuff. And it just makes your life easier, I think. It make, it clears your brain. I love the two things we've suggested so far. Well, three. You said exercise. Mm -hmm. That... That is a great thing to do, and a lot of us are not diligent with that. I'm pointing the finger at me right now. <laughs> I am very sporadic with that. Sometimes I'm on that treadmill, and sometimes I'm walking, and sometimes I'm riding my bike, and sometimes I'm sitting in my chair having a pity party. But the point is, to get past the too-tired syndrome, exercise is a great thing to do. Reading a book is a great thing to do. Making a list is a great thing to do. You know, I think another thing that we neglect sometimes is just self-care. Yes. As women, we have a hard time feeling like we deserve to take care of ourselves. Like, okay, maybe getting a pedicure is out there for you, but... Sitting in a nice little uh, massage chair, letting someone do my toes for me. I don't do it very often, but there's something about that that all of a sudden energizes me. I may do it once every three or four months, but boy, that little bit of self-care or whatever it is for you. Maybe it's soaking in a hot tub, reading your good book, you know? yes. <laughs> but taking care of yourself is a good way to combat being too tired. Absolutely. And I know, especially as women, <clears throat> we put everybody else first. We're always looking after the needs if we're married of our husband, if we have children of our children, and then far down that list, you know, is us. And, you know, I just, I am so guilty of, you know, asking my husband, like, hey, you know, do we have it? Because we have a budget. And it's like, do we have a budget in this month for me to get my hair done? And he'll be like, yeah, absolutely. You know, go get it done. And then I'm like, oh, but, you know, what I... You know, I'm going to have to arrange childcare for the kids and what, and so you can live in the what ifs. And before I know it, like I've talked myself out of doing something that does make me feel better because I am a hundred percent gray. I told my secret. It's out there. I'm a hundred percent gray <laughs> at 40 and 
I need my hair to not look like 100% gray. And so, but I'll talk myself <laughs> out of doing stuff. And I think it's so easy as women, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit down and maybe soak in the bath. And then on the way to the bath, you see all the thousands of things that you need to clean. And so before you know it, you're reorganizing the linen closet. And, mm-hmm. you know, your husband's like, uh, what are you doing? You're supposed to be taking a bath. And you're like, well, I was, but on the way to the bath, I noticed that this was, this was not a range and I can't take a bath knowing that these towels are all over the floor and not color coded. And I mean, it's like, it's silly. Like when you say it, it's silly, but we do do that. We always, there's mm-hmm. always something, especially as women that we can put first before taking care of ourselves. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't take care of those around us very well. Oh, so true. You know, so here are some ways that Holly and I have gotten through these two tired moments. But I want to address something that sometimes drains our batteries and makes us feel absolutely exhausted. And that's regret. Mm. Regret from our past things that we've done. And we can... We can sit there and meditate on all the things we did and wish we hadn't done it, and that's not productive, Mm -mm. and it will drain the life out of you. And when we live with regret, we beat ourselves up, and we know that God is a God of second chances. We can look in the Bible and we see that, hey, wait a minute, Peter denied Jesus, Okay, wait a minute. Jonah ran from God. Okay, wait a minute. And we can look at over and over and over the times when God said, it's okay. I forgave you, remember? Now it's time for you to forgive and let that weight roll off your shoulders so that you cannot be absolutely wiped out and exhausted from thinking about it. Yes. And, you know, I I relive conversations in my head. I don't know if you're guilty of that, Luann, um, but I'll replay situations and conversations and they're conversations that have already been had. They're they're situations that have already been done and I'll live in it. I'll live in that and I'll just replay it over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm like talking to my husband. He's like, are we still talking about this? Like, literally, you've been talking about this for five days. Like, I love my husband because he is like, he just looks at me and he is like, Holly, we have literally been talking about this for five days. I'm really tired of hearing about this and you really need to get over it. And he does it in love. It's not mean, but like I need to I need to have that like person that says snap out of it because I will I can stay in it and if it's something that like I feel bad about then you know it's it's easier for me to almost forgive other people than it is to forgive myself if I've made a mistake or I know that I've hurt somebody and I can just sit and wallow in it and you know that's just one of the things where it's good to you know write it down and be like Lord I, I hand this over to you I've done all that I can to say I'm sorry um, I've called or I've talked to and I've apologize and I've asked forgiveness um, and I just need to let it go um, and that's it's so hard as women to let things go I feel like it's just mm. they're they just they stick with us even if we don't want them to mm-hmm. absolutely and it's another uh, time when just like making my list and then saying God can you take all of these things I'm thinking about and let me know that you're gonna do battle for me it's the same thing with with 
regret and say, God, remind me that you have forgiven me. Mm-hmm. Remind me to just stop stressing over things I cannot change. I cannot change the past, but so help me to focus on right now and today. So maybe one of the ways that we can get past the too tired syndrome is by focusing on getting something done. And I, I love it when I talk to Rachel and she says, you know, I have a get it done September. That's her oh. month to get it done. Because she says, I feel like I put things off, put things off, put things <laughs> off. And, and then I get kind of bummed out. So she donates that month of her life to start getting things done. And I think something happens inside of our mental health, our batteries then, happens when we start getting things done. We say, ooh, I feel some pleasure from this accomplishment that I'm, that I'm getting uh, accomplished right now. And our mood starts to change. And so when we get it done, maybe it is taking that bath. Maybe it is going to the beach and, and just sitting and staring at the ocean while you read a book. Maybe it's working in your garden and getting it ready for next year. And maybe it's organizing your closet. Yes. Whatever it is that you can get done is a key to getting past the tires. Have you ever organized anything, Holly? Luann, you are speaking my love language. (laughs) I am a color coding, like when you are born in my family, you are given a color and that is your color for the rest of your life. And so I don't care if you don't like it, that is your color. That is your plate. That is your towel. That is your washcloth. That is everything that is is everything. And so when you're born, you're given a color and so on my calendar, everything is color coded. So I don't have to write the names of all my kids. I can just write doctor's appointment two o'clock. And I know if it's orange, it's Spencer. And so I don't have to write the name. And so I am a color coding fanatic. And like I went to a store that sells organizational things the other day and it like I walked in and I cried. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is the most beautiful. This is what heaven's going to look like. <laughs> not, not really. But like, you know, I was just like, everything is color coded there. It's organized. Like I, I just soaked it in and I was like, this is so beautiful. So organizing is my jam. I live by my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Louis? Well, you know. I think that I am not as organized as you. My daughter, my youngest daughter is, though. She's got a spreadsheet and a color-coordinated everything. Oh, we would be best friends. (laughs) You would be. You would be. But no, I I like to do the next thing that I want to encourage us to do, and that's be 10 again. Mm. You know, so many times we get stuck in ruts, and those ruts will absolutely wear us out. But when you're 10, I have grandkids that are 10 right now. I have 10 grandkids, as a matter of fact, but I have some that are 10 years old, and they are full of life and energy, and they are so curious about everything, and they they want to have a ball. They want to do and watch and try and all of those things that we kind of forget Mm -hmm. 
how to do when we get older. And I think that's when we start feeling the monotonous mm-hmm. syndrome of life when we go, ugh, I got to do dishes again. Yes. I got to do laundry again. I've got to dust again. I've got to, whatever your again is, I'm going to encourage you to get past it and start acting like a t- like a 10-year-old kid. Because what happens in those moments, and I, I think, when I do grandma and grandpa camp, it is just as much for our mental health as it is for the kids because we get out and we run around the yard and spray each other with the hose. We get out in the boat. We play volleyball. We do those things that a 10-year-old would do. We play night um, night hikes and treasure hunts and all those things that we forgot how to have fun and do. B10. Yes. And that's, you know, one of the beautiful things about children. Um, you, you do, you get to see like the world again for the first time, especially like really little ones when they're discovering things. And I have to watch myself because I am so overly organized. I am so color coded. And when, you know, we're going to the, from the door to the car, can I tell you that is like, we have to, there's like a time warp. I don't know what happens. Like it somehow takes us 45 (laughs) minutes to get from the front door to the car. And it's literally like 20 feet from each other, but it just, we, it's, it's amazing. There's a time warp, but you know, but they're stopping and they're looking and they're exploring and they're digging. And it's like, this is not the time. Let's go, 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 go. Like I'm constantly go, 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 go. And sometimes I have to just watch it and be like, you know, this is something that there are things that we have to be at and it is bad to be late and disrespectful. But most of the things, it doesn't matter. Like we can get there when we get there. And I have to let go of my my type A personality and just like explore with them. Like, oh, look at that worm. How does it move? And we've forgotten how to do that as adults because we're so busy. We're so scheduled. We live by the clock and we forget to stop and literally smell the roses. And it's just one of those, like my little girl, She's really into picking flowers for me. And so every time she's outside, she wants to find the most beautiful flower for mommy and she'll pick it and she'll bring it to me. And it's like, I want to see the world like that where everything you're, you know, you, it's not, it's, it's not hard to find the beauty of the Lord. And we miss it when I'm ushering people into the car, when I'm yelling at people, instead of just stepping outside and being like, ah, We're in a world that God created. Look at all the beauty. It's so hard to stop and do that sometimes. Well, maybe you tuned in today to Encouragement Cafe on purpose, because I believe that most of the world right now feels too tired. We're exhausted. And when we turn on the news, we feel like every last bit of energy just is drained out like our bathtub. You know, it is a time in life when we feel like we are sleepwalking through it. But I want to encourage you today, life is still worth living. And every single thing that is happening in your life right now is temporary. Everything, everything. So do not get hung up on all the things that drag you down because that's all it's doing. It is wearing you out. So I want to encourage you today, if you take some of these steps that Holly and I have mentioned, exercise, 
read a book, make a list, maybe make a plan. A lot of times planning to avoid something that you know is going to exhaust you, do that. Recognize that God is a God of second chances and it doesn't matter if you told the kids to hurry up and get in the car and you absolutely missed the flower picking moment yesterday because you have today. You have a second chance today. And God says, I'm going to give you second chance after second chance. So whatever you did in the past, let it go. And focus on getting something done today. So you will feel that sense of accomplishment. You'll feel your mood change. You'll feel your batteries reignited. Go out and paint that chair. Walk on the beach. Get the the closet organized, whatever it is that makes you feel like I did it. And above all, be 10 again. Enjoy your life. Find the things that make you light up and do them like you are 10 years old. Hey, I don't know about you, but I don't want to walk through life too tired. So this week, may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.